welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport. Each episode, I take an outside the wake look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. It's another great day here in Lake Geneva, and the lake looks stunning. So let's jump right in. Today, our guest is Patrick Hogan, who has some really exciting plans over on the South Shore that all of us around the lake and even beyond will be able to benefit from. And we'll get to that in a second. So hello, Patrick. Welcome. Hi. Thank you, Karen. Thank you for having me on. So can you, before we get to your exciting plans, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, what brought you to the area? I know you're from my wonderful hometown of Glenview, Illinois, and just kind of tell us your journey here to Lake Geneva area. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Um, you are correct. Uh, I am not born and raised in the northern suburbs of Chicago, but have been there now with my wife and my two young kids for, gosh, at least the last 20 years. So. Certainly started to feel like home, but uh, over the last couple of years, we, you know, my wife introduced uh, me to the Lake Geneva area. Her and her family have been coming up here for a long time, and I've always been in love with uh, lake life of any type, and uh, pretty sure Lake Geneva seems to have uh, cornered the market on, on the best lake life there is. So we bought a, a cottage in the Glenwood Springs area a few years ago, and uh you know, as soon as we can, we can get those kids off to college and be empty nesters. We we hope to make this our permanent home. So now I'm starting a business up here. <laughs> yeah, that and that is that's what I did too. As soon as I was an empty nester, I made this my full time home. And um, you know, you won't be sorry. That that's all I have to say. And you're right. Lake Geneva is just this area in general, the best best lake life, best community, everything. So. Let's hear, we've been hearing, I've been hearing rumblings about the pier. Can you tell us where it is and what it is? Certainly, yes, we have, uh, we have very consciously chosen to, to wait until we have our ducks a little bit in a row. So forgive us all for um, being a little quiet on the outset, but um, we have gotten enough of our ducks in a row to be ready to at least start to talk openly uh, and publicly about where we're headed. We are by no means um, through all the hurdles and the gates and the obstacles. So, but, uh, but it is time to start marketing it and telling folks about it because we are incredibly excited about it. Um, so the pier is on, as you mentioned, Karen, on the South, uh, South Shore area. It is very, very close to what a lot of locals would know is the uh, Lynn Pier boat launch. It is right there at the bottom of Lynn Pier, uh, Lynn Road, uh, just off South Lakeshore Drive, uh, right there by Lake Geneva Country Club and Luis's Pizza. So um, what is it? Uh, it is a little bit of everything. So uh, my wife keeps joking with me that uh, it's hard for her to explain to friends what we're doing. So um, at the core of it, um, this building has been there for about 50 years, I think, and it's been a number of different businesses over the years, but most recently and most famously, I think uh, most folks remember it fondly as the pier, which was at some point in time, you know, really just your classic old general store. Um, it's been a bait and tackle shop over the years. Um, so really at the core of it, it is, we are bringing back the pier. And that's why our logo says reestablished. 2021. 
Which is so exciting because it's kind of been in limbo for a while and, you know, there is so few options on that side of the lake if somebody needs to run to the store for a quick thing. And so I, I know that that the general store has been missed. So it's, it's so nice to see that something is reopening there for people on that side of the lake, especially. That is uh, very comforting to hear as a, uh, as a humble new first time business owner entrepreneur. So um, I hope that the core of our business model is, is, you know, wanted and, and valued by the community. Cause um, that's exactly what we're, we're hoping to do is serve what I believe is just an amazing, amazing part of the lake. Um, and I just, as an, as an Indian Hills and Glenwood Springs, uh, the homeowner, um, I'm, I'm astounded as I go back and forth across South Lake Shore that um, there isn't more. I love it. It's serene. It's beautiful. But people do still need a gallon of milk every once in a while. So uh, that's what we're here for. And then, you know, the, the property itself is so big and so beautiful. And and I have other passions. I, I My passion is not running a general store, I will fully admit. So uh, my passion is around sports, um, and most notably over the last few years, a really goofy, odd, unique, niche, niche uh, sport by the name of platform tennis or paddle tennis. Um, very, 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 very popular in the north suburbs of Chicago as well as the west suburbs of Chicago. And ever since I've fallen in love with Lake Geneva, and you know, if I'm going to move up here, I cannot move up here <laughs> without paddle. <laughs> so. I kept trying to convince Bigfoot Country Club to to open it or uh, the Abbey Springs or anywhere else, but you know, it's just not yet known. So I just said, well, the heck with this, I'm going to build one. So that is what we're doing. I'm hopeful. I do not have all the right ducks in a row here. I am working very, very, very closely with uh, Walworth County as well as Lynn Township in which that property is housed um, to get the proper approvals, God willing, um, to get this sports and recreation area built on this property along with ye old general store and as well um you know as part of the, the convenience store we were able to acquire a, a liquor license not just a convenience store liquor license but the ability to consume as well as sell alcohol alcoholic beverages on on premise so i just figured well heck i mean paddle tennis and a little little local watering hole so Get done with your platform tennis, as well as hopefully pickleball, which I do know is very popular up here. And I don't know a place in America where sand volleyball isn't popular. So we are going to, in one of the most wonderful summer, you know, lake life locations, we're going to have a couple of sand volleyball courts, hopefully a couple of pickleball courts, and then my true passion uh, to platform tennis courts. That's all outside, so it would only be, you know, in the, obviously, in the spring, summer, and fall. Correct. Correct on the sand volleyball and correct on the pickleball. Yes, those are predominantly, you know, late spring, certainly summer, early fall sports. That's when those would likely be most active. However, platform tennis is a, a sport that kind of evolved outward from, you know, the traditional tennis. For people who are stuck in, you know, the Northeast, it started in the Northeast and in Connecticut and Massachusetts and Boston area. Um, for people who had cabin fever, uh, I don't know anyone in Wisconsin who hasn't suffered from a little cabin fever in the winter, but 
I also know a lot of the Wisconsin people, more than Chicago even. I've just been blown away by how active the Wisconsinites um, remain in the winter with snowmobiling and ice fishing and you know skiing. And, and platform tennis or paddle tennis is predominantly actually built for the winter months. So that's why I thought it would be very complimentary um, to the sports and rec uh, model that I had. So yeah, you can play it year round, but, but most of the leagues and the competitive matches that I play in, it's built around the November through March timeframe. So we'll have it a little bit of everything for all year round. Love it. I mean, that property has, is, it's a little confusing to people, um, but it's, you know, it's actually uh, part commercial B1 zoning. And so there are currently with the current zoning, I mean, uh, you know, dozens and dozens of things people could move in and do there. And, you know, I, as I was hearing all the ideas, I was like, yeah, I don't know. You know, so I was excited to hear yours because you're really just trying to promote community and a place for people to gather and, um, and just have some laid back casual fun. And tell us a little bit more about that, the bar that you're talking about. Cause you know, you say bar and, and people think all kinds of things. So, so what are you picturing for this bar? Well, I'll tell you, I'm, I, listen, I'm, I'm married. I've got a 15 year old and an 11 year old. And, uh, you know, I, I, I fully understand and appreciate the the serenity in this neck of the woods in, in, you know, the 700 club, the birches, which are immediately close to me, but also in the broader South picture of the entire area. I, I enjoy it with a, a great deal. Um, the peace and quiet that comes and I know Glenwood Springs and Indian Hills, they can get, you know, I mean, it's a lot more densely packed in, but I come up here for peace and quiet and enjoyment too. But, you know, I've been coming up to Lake Duna for a long time and boy, I, I sure see a lot of, a lot of loud fun going on uh, day in, day out, pretty much. So, um, you know, I am absolutely trying to strike the right balance between being an embedded part of the community and serving that community, but but giving that community some fun and, and family-based wholesome recreation opportunities. So I have zero desire to run a convenience store in which my wife grew up in the Birches and my two sisters-in-laws grew up in the Birches being that vintage classic, you know, 10 year old kid in a wet bathing suit running down to the, the pier, grabbing a Snickers bar and a Coke and running right back to the lake. And I want that. That is my image. I am not going to introduce a bar that is going to change that. Um, so it's a beautiful space. I had 1200 square feet of commercial space that I just Gosh, golly, I didn't really know what to do with. And I don't need 1,200 square feet of convenience store, nor do I think the community needs 1,200 feet of a convenience store. So with the liquor license, I just thought, listen, let's build a little bar as you come in from paddle or pickleball or sand volleyball, have a drink out on the patio. I've, I've spent a lot of the last month literally breaking my back, um, building a gorgeous flagstone patio with nice soft pendant lighting hanging from, from some posts and a huge gas-fed fire pit with beautiful lava rocks and Adirondack chairs. And I'll have some lovely patio furniture to sit out and have a, have a drink, a uh, little, little ambiance music, some speakers, nothing that's going to be, you know, 2 a.m. biker bar by any means. So um, it's got a beautiful old hundred year old log cabin logs as the front face of the, 
of the uh, bar and uh, me and my, my father-in-law and several other helpers helped uh, build a gorgeous bar top and, and frame it all up. And we're really, really, really excited to open it soon and have the entire community able to come in and join and, and enjoy it. And is the bar going to have food? I mean, I, obviously the convenience store will have food, but can you sit down and, and order something? You know, I, I was tremendously nervous about that. We have a, a bar-ish uh, uh, establishment in the Glenview area, 1090, and it's very close to my house and we loved it. We want to support it locally, but you know, you can't just sit there and play sports and, and, and drink beers all day. You'll, you need to fill that stomach. So I do not have a background in restaurant management or prepared foods or anything. So um, I knew I was not going to build a kitchen and, and operate prepared foods. So I did uh, work very hard to find the right partners. And um, that partner I am proud to announce today has graciously agreed to help uh, be on this journey with me. And it is a local place. And I'm very, very, very committed to supporting local, local businesses. Um, from Boxton Burlap and Green Grocer and the Coffee Mill, I, I, I can't love those businesses more. I, I, I don't want to compete with them. I want to join their community. So I was able to convince Luis uh, from Luis's Pizza right there on South Lake Shore and I forget the crossroad, but uh, right by the entrance to Lake Geneva Country Club. Luis is going to be uh, my, my partner. He's, he's going to provide food there in, on the patio. He'll be there on a regular basis with a with a limited menu, not his full menu, but uh, he's preparing that menu right now. Um, and we are going to have that on opening day. And pretty much, I don't have the exact dates or times or how long he's going to be there. Still working out the hours of operation for myself as well as when Luis is going to be there. But I can assure everyone that there will be food there on a regular basis. That's about as, as specific as I've got right now. So we are extremely excited. Oh yeah, and I love how you're you're embracing the businesses like the, like you said that already exist rather than trying to compete with them. So that that is really, really great news and exciting news um, because I know that's that's a very popular <laughs> place to. I mean, you go there, you know, at noon and cars are lined up and down uh, everywhere. So and I personally love their food as well. So that's so exciting. We have some other local uh, local partners who have chosen to uh, be a part of the journey with us as well. Um, not so much on the prepared food side, but on that convenience store, the old you know the old general store feel um, as well. I've been I, I've been hustling around the area trying to make sure that I, I have the right offerings so that the right folks in the Seven Hundred Club and Birches and elsewhere and you know uh, along the South Lake Shore uh, Drive area don't have to hike it all the way. So. Luckily, Lake Geneva Country Meats has agreed to uh, to help supply me as well as, and I'm going to butcher his last name, but uh, a local genius food uh, food expert, Michael Anagnos, Anagnos, who has uh, a very well-known local, uh, I just call it the Greek spread, but I know it's Scordalia, Scordalia. <laughs> so... He brands it as Helios, and it's a wonderful, wonderful, like, it's it's a lot like hummus, and it's very, the the prior tenant who was in there, um, Laura Kelsey, who was a dear friend of mine, um, supplied that when she was running a shop out of there, and she said it just flew off the shelves, and I will be supplying it as well, and I'm excited to have that as part of my offering. 
Uh, I have two of them in my fridge right now. I love those dips. So, well, that's, that's so exciting. And I know, you know, I, I mean, your enthusiasm is so contagious and, and your energy, I don't know where you get it from, but you've been, I know you've been working nonstop for this and just trying to get everything in line and just do the right thing for everybody, for the community, the neighborhood and in the business. And it looks like such a, a nice balance. And I think when people see it and experience it, they're going to be so happy that you're there. So the, the sports activities, how do people take advantage of that? Is this private or is it open to the public? How is that going to work? Yeah. You know, when I first got introduced to paddle tennis, um, the predominant places to play were only in private clubs. So only over the last few years has, at least even in this very small market sport, just with paddle tennis, at least, um, it's just started to branch into like the park districts and public open spaces. So I truly, I mean, when I set out on this journey, it was, like I said, it was not to open a bar. It was not, not to do sand volleyball courts. It was to, to honestly, to bring paddle tennis to the Lake Geneva area. I just, I could not understand why it was so popular 60, 70 miles south of here. And 90% of the people who come and enjoy this area up here from the Chicagoland area. So it just was very perplexing to me. So I very much want to introduce this sport um, to the local area. And so the last thing I would want to do is, is make it a public or make it a private, private club. So it's going to be open to the public, the entire facility, whether it's sand volleyball or pickleball or platform tennis, obviously the, the store area. So um, each sport probably is usually structured fairly differently. I mean, sand volleyball, it's, it's all about leagues, you know, everybody wants to, form a team and play on Wednesday nights at seven. And so, you know, most of the stuff with volleyball will be centered around leagues, you know, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. So I'm hopeful that there'll be enough interest that on Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday, Wednesday night, we host, you know, co-ed, men's, women's, competitive, recreational, two-person, four-person, six-person, whatever, you know, whatever the, the, the interest is. So, you'll absolutely still be able to just walk up and enjoy, you know, Hey, I want to rent it for an hour with my friends. Hey, if it's open, rent it for, for an hour and bring your own volleyball or whatever. Great. And pickleball is the same way. You can just rent per hour. If you and your friends just want to go out and play a quick match. But you know, my mother-in-law is more fanatical about pickleball than I am about platform tennis. So the way she plays mostly in the Chicago suburbs is, it's really a very, very social sport. And, you know, 20, 30 people will just say, Hey, let's all go there at two in the afternoon. And, and that'll be our, they just, they do pick up matches and rotate and have a glass of wine while you're waiting and watching and you're talking to your friends and then platform tennis, same thing. You'll be able to rent by the hour, but that tends to be a little bit more league based as well. And my hope is ultimately that if we get leagues going at my place, um, that whether it's Bigfoot Country Club or others, that other clubs will be interested. And I, I travel every week to a different country club or a public facility to play against other people. It's a wonderful way to meet people from other clubs and other parts of the lake. So, you know, whether it's Geneva National or Grand Geneva or the Abbey, I mean, my vision is 10 years from now, everybody's got, you know, platform tennis courts and, uh, and I can go enjoy all those clubs. <laughs> That's right. Right. <laughs> well, it's great exercise. You know, you're outside getting exercise with friends, with your community. It just sounds so much fun. 
you know, just to go back for just a quick second about some of the rumblings on, you know, this Lake Geneva Life Facebook page and, yeah. I, you know, quickly, all of a sudden, whenever anything's different or changing, um, the minds go every which way and, and people sometimes tend to go to worst case scenario. So it's like they're picturing hundreds of cars and, and like a Grateful Dead concert at Alpine Valley type of thing, you know, when, I mean, it just, it, it's gotten a little crazy what people are picturing here. So can you once again, just say what it is, especially the noise part, the music, can you just clarify <laughs> what you're picturing? And I know it's not an Alpine Valley venue. Yeah, it's unfortunate and it's okay. I mean, I, 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 I'm glad that people are active and involved in the community and watchful of the preservation of the beauty and the nature that, that we have. I mean, trust me, that's what, that's what drew me to the property and drew, drew me to the area. So um, I have a deep, deep amount of respect for that. Um, and, and the last thing I want to do with this business plan is disrupt that. I, I know there are um, other business plans out there for, I mean, Karen, I know you fielded more than one offer that, or potential offer for different uses for that property. But, you know, I mean, it's currently a portion of land is, is currently zoned as residential. There used to be some houses on there. One of the prior owners uh, had a different business plan and took those houses down and and um, wanted to have it zoned as commercial or business or B1. I quickly knew that the community was never, ever going to be interested in, in the expansion of anything that is already. I mean, the, the portion of the property that has the building on it and the convenience store, it's already zoned commercial B1. But the remaining three quarters of the property, uh, two acres of land, so that's 1.5 acres of residential um, zoned. I worked with the Walworth County planner and their office. And I'm continuing now to work with Lynn, Lynn Township. And so I submitted a, a rezoning request um, 30 days ago, and I will be in front of the Lynn Township Plan Commission group, uh, which is the, the committee underneath the board that, that reviews these, these proposals. So on Monday the 24th at 7 p.m., I am in front of them to to just uh, review and answer questions about the application. But I've asked for that 1.5 acres to be not commercial, but there is a zoning uh, category called P1 Park. And, you know, you envision a park, it's, you know, oh, park, uh, you know, like uh, whatever that park is there in downtown Fontana with playgrounds and stuff. I mean, that's a public park, but P1 does provide for private parks as well as public parks and it's got a wide array of different principal uses and conditional uses so it fit as i worked with the walworth county planning office you know they actually suggested once i disclosed to them what my my desires were for the property they said well well gosh that's that's specifically what the p1 zoning is don't don't bother going for b1 commercial i said well I, you know i don't i don't want to run a park i'm i am in business i don't want to be facetious about this or you know, I don't want to look like a shyster here. I, I am looking to make money off this. You know, oh, no, 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 no. It's totally, I mean, it can be a private park. And, but it's the, the principal uses for the private park are mostly around recreational and sports activities. So it fits perfectly with my core model. And so I feel very, very good. And so does the Walworth County Planning Office, to be honest with you, that, um, that my clear and true intentions 
um, are aligned with that that zoning, and that that zoning aligns with the 2050 Walworth County Land Use Charter. You know, this big, huge vision for what Walworth County is supposed to be over the next 50 years. So, um, they felt very comfortable with that. Now, I, I, you know, they very, 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 very clearly deferred to, hey, it is in Lynn Township, and Lynn, you know, start there. So, that's great that you, you know, were smart enough or or proactive enough to reach out to us, but please do work through the proper channels. So I submitted my application a month ago to uh, to the Lynn Township board and uh, we'll see on the 24th next Monday, um, their feelings on the matter. And I am open to suggestions. I'm open to anything, but I'm, I am very clear about what I would, I would like. Now, some of the folks that have caught wind of this just by virtue of my application, it, it it's very easy to get misled by what I, I submitted because I, in addition to my rezoning request, submitted a conditional use uh, request, which as the Walworth County Planning Office suggested, hey, if, you know, I said, I, I've got this beautiful patio and, and hey, from time to time, it wouldn't, it'd be lovely. I'm a huge fan of music. I love music. I love live music. What do I, if I wanted to have like a little band out on the patio, seriously, like a little band for ambiance, like somebody said on the, on the Facebook post, would I be okay to do that? And he said, yeah, but I mean, you probably should submit the conditional use just to, to make sure that if, if, you know, are you going to sell tickets or something? I'm like, well, I guess if I have to, I don't know. No, not really. But um, he said, you're just better off submitting a conditional use just to have it. So part of my conditional use request was no more than three musical events per calendar year. And I threw out, I don't know, Memorial Day, July 4th, Labor Day, something like that. Uh, where have to where be it's already days. loud everywhere. Right. Like, <laughs> there's a so, lot of live music and yeah, you know, yeah. things going on on those three days. But certainly does not have to be on those dates by any means. Because, I, I, but because while I don't have, you know, the capacity, the zoning. I worked very closely with the Walworth County office to say, well, that's great. But I mean, what would be the maximum capacity? Well, it's all built around parking and porta potties and, and noise control and traffic flows and all that. So I said, listen, that's great. Whatever. I mean, we'll work through all that. But I mean, if that means there's 50 people or 100 people, my conditional use application suggests that the maximum allowable people based on um, the parking capacity would be, I think, no more than, gosh, I don't even think it would be 100 people. It might be 75 at best. So I am not building Alpine Valley. I can assure you that I can't afford Alpine Valley. I simply like having a little music. I'm not going to run it at midnight. I'm not going to keep your kids up a half mile down the road. Um, I'm going to bring everything indoors by 10 p.m., no later. God, I'm not even sure I go past nine. But you know, we haven't worked those details out. So everyone's very, very curious. Happy to tell anybody anything, but right now we're working through what those exact details are. I don't know them yet, so I'm trying to open a store right now. <laughs> that's the last. That's the last thing I'm worried about is the musical venue. There, there is no music venue. There's a couple of pallets and some plywood. I was going to put some screws in and have a couple of buddy buddies of mine play on a couple of afternoons over the weekends in the summer. I mean, that's about it. <laughs> Well, and it's nice that you are being so open, even, you know, some people would have kind of hush hush went through the process and then, you know, my, the neighborhood might've been a little blindsided. And cause like I said, I heard a lot of options that were going to go in there and 
by far yours is the best and I think will be embraced once it's up and running and people get to know you and, and all your intentions. And like I said, the fact that you have been so open about it um, and want to do the right thing makes a huge difference. And yeah, I do feel bad that uh, I, I do feel bad that I, I, I don't know a lot of people in the 700 Club and I don't know a lot of people in the Birches. I mean, I'm familiar with people in Glenwood Springs and Indian Hills and Fontana down by Chucks and Gordy's, but you know, I do honestly and genuinely respect and understand people's initial reactions and hesitations. But I mean, listen, those are what I hope to be my future rabid fan customers. I, I'm not interested in alienating. I just simply, I'm nervous, you guys. I mean, I've never opened a business. I'm hopeful this is successful. My wife certainly hopes it's successful or else we're going to be in a whole lot of trouble. But um, I don't know how to engage a community in, in an open conversation about my own private plan. I got to be honest with you. This is, it's America. I'm pretty sure I'm buying the property and I don't even have approval yet. So I'm not hiding anything. It's just premature. I'm happy to have an open conversation at any time with any neighbors at any time. I'm there every day. Feel free to stop by and ask any questions you want. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, and, and so the, the first opening is the store, right? And you're kind of having a, a soft launch coming up for that? Correct. I am, yeah. We were, you know, certainly I'm, I'm just working through all kinds of different processes and delays and construction or, you know, just finishing the bar. I just, I just found out the bar. I just finished epoxying the bar top and uh, just had a setback 20 minutes ago, so um, back to square one a little bit on something. So, you know, there's just been a lot of delays. So it's been very tentative. I've been very nervous to make any formal announcements, but now, you know, we do feel comfortable enough that we at least want to crack open the store, get our sea legs. I am not doing any major grand opening, but this Saturday, May 22nd, we're just going to humbly open the store bar area. None of the sports facilities are even approved, much less uh, anywhere near operational. So we will not jump the gun on that. We will not get ahead of ourselves. I'm going to work with Lynn Township to make sure everything that they feel comfortable with everything I'm hoping to do. And then we'll begin the sports facilities if they see fit. Um, but for right now, I'm opening the pier. The pier's coming back, folks. Come get a ice cold spotted cow as you go down to the boat launch and hop onto your boat. That's what we'll have starting Saturday right around four o'clock and for the rest of the evening. And then, then we're just open for business for the next few. And hopefully we have enough of, <laughs> enough of the kinks worked out where it won't look too messy in terms of our operations come the busy Memorial Day weekend. And is there a place that people can go to learn more about the store? And then as things develop, um, you know, what's opening, what's not? You bet. I have, uh, you know, in true uh, single person owner operator fashion, um, you know, my, my 1 a.m. to 2 a.m. slot for my work schedule each night is to work a little bit more each night on the on the website because uh, there is no budget for the uh, my, my, my marketing department is uh, in my 1 a.m. to 2 a.m. slot. So uh, very close on the website, but I actually knew I wanted to make sure we were we were ready to go. And I was very excited about this podcast, Karen. I'm, I'm, I'm beyond excited and honored that you are willing to have me as a guest. And uh, I knew this would create some buzz as well. And so we will be, when this podcast drops, I think it'll be Thursday. So tomorrow, I think so. But um, 
we are going to release the website uh, tomorrow by the end of the day, Thursday, Thursday the 20th. Um, and that website will be www.thepierlakegeneva.com. The Pier, P-I-E-R, and then the full lakegeneva.com. And how about social media? Are you going to have social media pages as well? I do have two wonderful folks that have uh, been crazy enough to uh, deal with my nuttiness and my crazy energy and passion to to join this fun ride. Um, and they are <laughs> they're much more skilled in the social media arena than I am. So yes, we will have you know the Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all those wonderful things. I just have no idea how all that works. So they are going to keep. You know, we've already posted a couple of things out on the the Lake Geneva Life uh, Facebook friend group, but yeah, we are going to try to put we have all kinds of fun things. Like I, I do, Karen. I'm um, my, I exhaust my wife to no end. Uh, I'm quite certain, but um, I, we do have a lot of um, fun ideas. Um, you know, but I've got to make sure everything's okay, parking wise, and you know, traffic flow wise, but just within the 700 club and the birches, I mean, just on golf carts that go up and down the street and kids that run back and forth from the pier. I mean, I have been in love with the cutesy, you know, Americana stuff that, that comes every day up here in this area. And I absolutely adore the Fontana Municipal Beach Park movie nights. And I just think, you know, why, why can't that be on a wonderful two acres property with a gorgeous patio out, you know? I've got sand volleyball court nets hopefully up soon and we'll throw, you know, how about Friday nights? I don't know, whenever Lake Geneva's not doing it or Fontana's not doing it. How about Friday night, kids movie nights, family movie nights on my property. That, that'd be delightful, you know, dusk, all those kids that are at the pier, come on down and we'll have candy and pop. And, you know, the parents can sit by the, by the gas fed lava rock fire pit and have a glass of wine and, We'll watch Toy Story and Monsters Inc. and all kinds of that. I, I I love that stuff. I eat it up with a spoon. My kids call me corny all the time. So that's kind of the stuff that I'm hoping to do. Um, but just gotta make sure it's kosher and we'll, I have to get to know this community. I have to get to know my customers. And so this summer is about a discovery of them getting to know me and me getting to know them. Uh, I have a suggestion box. It's a cute little mailbox. I can ask every customer who comes in, what do you want to see on the shelves next week? It'll be there. All right. So um, I have a lot of learning to do. So bear with me, folks. Um, first time I've ever done anything like this. And um, my wife is very expectant of me being very successful. <laughs> or else <laughs> we're going to be living down by the river. <laughs> in a van. In a well, van. <laughs> and speaking of vans, let me apologize to my Grateful Dead reference. No offense to the Deadheads. My husband is one. I love going to the Dead concert. So, and I don't need hate email from the Deadheads. Uh, <laughs> I had some playing in the store the other day, just to, you know, while I'm building the bar. I, I, no, you got no problem with throwing a little Dead on every once in a while. I was just trying to think of a concert that, you know, <laughs> that people envision might get out of hand right so oh, um, well and everybody like 
everybody who has met you and has has taken the time to talk to you or knows you as a friend or any other is rooting for you and will Thank be you. your biggest support because as you said you're learning you're being open about everything your intentions are great your love of the area is great and you're just a good person so we wish you all the success in the world Thank you so and much. i will be there to hang out and to buy from your store and excellent um, i'm looking forward to it and i hope everything um goes well for you we have some night crawlers for you, Karen. We have some no, no. Uh, wax worms for you. We have no, some leeches. You. Come on down. <laughs> I'll stick with the beer. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> well, thank you again. And as always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva, the natural beauty, the crystal clear waters, the sunshine and the sunsets, but most of all, the people. I'm Karen Stray Rappaport. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now. I feel all right, like the morning I am golden. I can't stop.